Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Rhonda Overby. Rhonda Overby is the chairman and CEO of Camera Ready, a strategic communications company. Welcome to the show, Rhonda. Thank you, Gigi. It is great to be here. Such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from? Wow, I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia. Left there right after turning 17 to do undergrad at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Went there because I was told that was the strongest school on the East Coast for communications. And I decided I wanted to be a television newscaster. After getting there, I was told that goal was implausible because fewer than 10% of the people who graduate with degrees in the field ever get jobs in the business, much less on camera. Well, I had skipped a grade, turned down scholarships, full scholarships, which I could ill afford to do to go to out of state to UNC Chapel Hill. And I had a plan and it was too late. I did not have a plan B. So I'm like, okay, I don't care if it's 0.001% or whatever that figure is. When I turn on the television at 6 p.m., 5 p.m., whatever time news comes on, I see people giving it, I'm going to be in that number. So I just set about um, strategically designing ways to do so, becoming a radio news uh, anchor during freshman year, uh, later interning at an ABC owned and network operated station uh, at four o'clock in the morning, because when I was interviewed, I was asked if I wanted to get real experience or if I wanted to be around the network stars because I was told if I was willing to be there at 4 a.m., they were understaffed and I would actually report because there was no one else to write the news. And so that station was in Durham. I didn't have a car. When I think back now, I don't even know how I managed to always be there uh, on Tuesday and Thursday mornings at four o'clock in the morning without a car. My roommate had the same major and uh, she would be dead asleep when I left. And as I came back, for my 10 o'clock class, she would be just getting up for the day. And I thought, if she gets a job in this business and I don't, something is not right. But it all worked out well. Um, I got a job uh, quickly uh, after that and after graduating on camera and would move to a different market, a different state on the fast track uh, every year. And eventually uh, decided I wanted to become an entrepreneur and left in the middle of my network news contract to launch my own business. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful experience. That is absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more, a little bit more about how you escaped poverty to become a successful entrepreneur. Mindset. I think mindset is everything. I hear people all the time say they didn't realize they were poor. And I don't know if it was because of Robin Leach and lifestyles of the rich and famous or going to bed hungry or not having the resources. Often if I managed to get home for a holiday to even get back to Chapel Hill, I was acutely aware of being poor and I did not feel like that was the lot I wanted to uh, bear. So I um, looked at what people with resources did. I think the easiest way 
in this country anyway, if you're impoverished uh, for, to escape is to take advantage of free education, which I did. Uh, I did well in school, took advantage of gifted and talented programs, free instrument programs, free private lessons, whatever I could do to enhance my skill set and perform, I did. I made it my business to do so. Um, what's so unfortunate in this country, though, we do not teach financial literacy. So it took a minute when you have debt, et cetera, because I turned down college scholarships. Um, it, it took a minute to have investable dollars. But even when I was in my 20s making six figures, we didn't have credit cards growing up. We were robbing Peter to pay Paul, so to speak. And so I didn't understand money. So when I finally could get a credit card, I thought it was really cute to charge all this stuff and pay $50 a month, not even understanding that I was paying interest and fees and paying for it time and time again, because I thought, well, if I was gonna pay for it outright, why wouldn't I just use cash or write a check or whatever? And it was um, someone in the newsroom, a colleague talking about, well, we know what you, you make. We know you don't carry a balance on your credit card because I didn't have any responsibilities. I didn't, you know, and I didn't say anything. I just listened. And when I explored further, I thought, wow. And so I went about making it my business to understand money um, and to have it work for me. And passive income is a beautiful thing. And uh, I got someone to teach me investments and traded equity derivatives actually to bootstrap the financing of Camera Ready, which has always been debt free. And when I found out you could actually sell something that you never bought to begin with and get money in your account that day and it was legal, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So it has been a really interesting journey, um, but I would say focus, determination, and not giving up. No one said it would be easy. No one said when, but I believe whatever you put your mind to and conduct your activities towards, by grace, if you don't give up, it may not look like what you planned exactly, but it will be beautiful. Very powerful. Never give up. Now, Rhonda, tell us more about the major challenge you had to overcome in your life. Ooh, so much. From poverty to being taunted, uh, I'm biracial. And when I grew up in a predominantly African-American uh, community, I would have done anything to have darker skin and, and coarser hair and I was called everything. And when you're a child, you just want to fit in. But sometimes it wasn't even the obvious taunting. But on the first day of school, uh, at a new school, if somebody would come up and say, well, are you white or black? And you just want to not stand out like that. So um, having to find the strength to deal with that as a young person and recognizing, I guess, at some point when I was still uh, in grade school or by high school, you know, someone's like, oh, you think you're cute and da da da. And I would want to cry and run away because I wasn't that type. And I decided to put on a face to act. And I said, you know, I, I responded in a manner 
that curtailed that and realized that we have to play the role sometimes of what we'd like to be in order to make that happen. That taught me a lesson that serves to this day um, as an entrepreneur. You, people think what they want to think in many cases. And you can't control what other people think. You can control what it is that you do. And I've learned if you look yourself in the mirror and are fine with what you have done, if you've done your best, that's always going to be enough. Whatever the inherent bias may be, we all have them, we're human, but you can't focus on that. You have to focus on doing what is your mission, uh, which part of is becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. And during pandemic, uh, I earned a registered trademark for another company that enables others to do just that. Uh, goal attainment, goal achievement, becoming the best versions of themselves. Very powerful. Become the best version of yourself. I love it. Now, tell us your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness. I think throw away limitations. We get so caught in the day to day getting it done, what we perceive as having to do, that sometimes we get away from what most moved us. So I think being still long enough to imagine no limitations, if you had the clay, if you had the script and it was blank and you could create whatever it is you wanted, think about that. No limits. And when I say no limits in the imagination, think about that. And once you have that image, try to feel it. What's the why? Why is that it? What would make you different? What would feel different about that if that were to come to pass? And really, really feel it. And then think about what is already in existence that might be altered just a little bit to be closer to that. And then actually map out steps to get you to that ideal. And if you envision it, if you say it, even if it's written to yourself in a journal and map your actions to it, you get closer and closer and closer. The enemy of that is excuses. Many people make excuses for why not. I'm all about a plan for why, a plan for how, a plan for making it happen and doing it, following through. That's right. No excuses, very powerful. Now, Rhonda, where can the audience find you? I'm on LinkedIn, Rhonda Overby. Uh, on Instagram, Camera Ready Inc. And the new one is propertize.thrive um, and cameraddyinc.com. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Rhonda on her social media platforms and also cameraddyinc.com. And Rhonda, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thank you for having me. You do likewise.